0: Hi, welcome back to People of Purpose. I'm your host, Tanner Badgley, and this week, we will be wrapping up our conversation on creating habits and working towards who you want to be with Bradley Charbonneau. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage checking that out. Some of the things we covered are what happened on the 1st of November that changed his life. Bradley talks about how he managed to juggle life between writing and all the other important stuff. He shares what it is that he feels so compelled to share with the world through his writing. Bradley also gets the chance to discuss the golden lesson of vulnerability in his own words, and to conclude, he talks through about how deciding to dream again about after a major failure. And in this episode, we will be covering what it is about writing that intertwines with a sense of purpose, tips on how to sustainably write from the heart, and his books and courses on writing. Well, let's dive in. Here's to becoming people of purpose. I want to talk a little bit about, I mean, I come from a writing background too. I really respect that you're a full-time writer. It's something that I've had, uh, I've had some glimpses of in my life where I, I mean, I journal every day, probably for about 20, 30 minutes. I've had a blog when I was living in Thailand that was 10,000 word entries every three weeks. I was a full-time writer at that point. Like it was about 15, 20 hours a week. I was going to coffee shops in the mountains and writing my blog and Uh, it's basically like a 600 page book sitting on the internet right now Um, and then with people of purpose we have a blog coming out every two weeks that's shorter just five minute reads and it's been written by mostly me but now it's by tom and his wife and april and Irene and pavle like every member of our team is now writing to the blog writing holds like a special place in my heart it's where i've uncovered deep insights and wisdom about myself it's where i found my more authentic self-expression i find when i'm writing i'm telling the truth about myself more and more it's becoming clearer to me what is it about writing that you think um that you find so intertwined with your sense of purpose and what tips do you have for um for kind of finding more avoiding these like cliches and these rules about how writing should be and just allowing people to have that freedom of expression? How, how do people work up to that? Because I think if you give someone a pen and a piece of paper and you say, write, write out your heart, that can be really tough for people. What what kind of scaffolds do you, do you recommend a, a newer writer who feels that sort of drive and commitment to learn writing? What would you give them as sort of prompts or um, environments or, or tips on how to sustainably write from the heart in a way that means something to them and they latch on to know within those first 30 days. Wow. That's a really good and involved question. Yeah, I'm sorry for the involved my, question part.
2: <laughs> we could spend like two minutes or two years talking about. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's the essence of my question. You can take it however you want. <laughs>
2: I'll try to keep it closer to two minutes. Uh, cause we're gonna, we're gonna run out of data space here. Um, you know, tom we're back to internal and external right if uh look how i started i i how much asked me how much i wanted to be writing for 10 years prior to that uh, 2012 and i wasn't doing it so that wasn't working out for me and so i would say if you have the internal power to create some kind of habit then go for it and and for me i i mean i have a book called every single day so i'm kind of walking the talk here right but that's why I think a daily writing habit is, if you want one answer, that's the, that's the answer, write every day. And for me, I had no rules. There was no word count. There were no time limit. There was no quality check. It was just write every day, no questions asked. But then, but do it. There's no, this is not going to win the, the, the New York Times bestseller. This is not going it, to, it could be total garbage, and that's fine, too. It was get words from your brain to a page of some kind and that was it and and that still remains to this day my favorite advice to anybody is just have a daily writing habit if you want to trick that out a little bit or up the game a bit i and this can be a little scary for sure i published it and i was familiar with wordpress wordpress was an easy Sort of technology for me to use to write on a daily basis so i just i had a blog just like you tanner i just uh wrote on my blog every day and published it
0: mine was a wordpress blog as well right
2: right. and it's just it's easy and you know hit hit submit hit publish and you're done so however what often s- freaks people out is when i say i've written you know two thousand plus days in a row and i've written 27 books and they're like uh i've written zero days in a row i have zero books you're freaking me out Right, and so <laughs> that's when I'm back to the, sh- the the easy wins, the short times. The you know, 30, 30 days can even seem like a lot. And I think even even ten days of just giving it giving it a go for ten days and um, uh, doing a daily habit for ten days, for example, just a ten day writing sprint, and again with the no rules because if you're really not writing, if you're, I mean, if you're zero, it's it's already gonna be a change, a challenge to just get going on anything. And that's where it's it's small wins. So here's my small win. If you're not writing a word any day, then take a, a super short, I don't care how long it is, I don't care how much the quality is, write every day for 10 days, that's it. And it, there's, no, there's no rules, there's no, it has to be a, a, an essay, it has to be a memoir, it has to be some fantastic piece of piece of literature. Turn on your, your computer or keyboard or your pen and paper or whatever it is and just write. No rules. And then after 10 days, you're gonna have a pretty good idea of where you are. It's gonna be, you know, I completely hated this. I'm never gonna write another word in my life. Or wow, that was interesting. I might be into this. Or wow, I found like the vein of gold and I know what I need to do now. You know, so somewhere along that spectrum, you'll probably find what works for you. But here, here's, so I, I was a undergrad, I started out as a math major. So I often talk about like really simple math. And I talk about how anything times zero is zero, still zero. And so, if you write zero days in a row, (laughs) or you write zero words, you cannot improve on zero. I can't multiply it by 10. I can't make it better. It's still going to be zero. So, that's why you've got to let it out. And I often talk about like exhaust pipes in cars or drain pipes in the sink. If it's blocked and nothing's coming out or nothing's going through, it's Tough to improve on that. So unblock the drain, let the junk out, sometimes like almost literally, <laughs> get the junk out. Let it, I mean, maybe the beginning is terrible. I bet if I look back at those early days of, of 2012, it's probably awful. I, I don't even I care though, because that's what got me further. That's what got me started. And I'm thankful to this day for writing whatever garbage I wrote in the beginning
1: all that being said when you're talking about uh, clearing out the pipeline for the people who are listening and maybe even myself which I'll get to that later um, but who are like yeah you know what I want to give this writing thing a try you don't just have these theories and ideas you also put these theories and ideas into an easily digestible course is that correct
2: yeah yeah
1: so you want to give a you give a yeah a quick
2: plug for that come on Sure. So, because I feel so passionately about writing a book, and so a a woman I know, she wrote a book. I won't mention her, but you can you'll figure her out by uh, the book title. She wrote a book called "You Must Write a Book," and it's it's all about it's kind of a lot about what we're talking about, right? So, I would like to write a book called "You Don't Have to Write a Book,"
0: <laughs>
2: and I know I. I often have oddball titles, I know, I totally admit it, but because I think it's a choice and we're kind of back to priorities, we're kind of back to you didn't have to move to the Philippines, you didn't have to move to Thailand, it was a choice. And so I don't think you you must write a book, no, I, I don't must anything, I don't have to do, I have to pay taxes and I have to die, I don't have to write a book. But I believe that a lot of people would love to write a book. And so for the, because I also don't want to be the convincer. I don't want to be the guy who says, no, really, you should really write a book. It'll be great. I swear uh, you'll get over the you know years of hardship and torment and depression. <laughs> Sorry, because yeah, I did that myself um, and it'll, it'll all be great. No, I, I at least want you to want to write a book. So it, once you got that going, like now you're at least admitted to the classroom. And then the next question is, of course, okay, Bradley, I I I I swear I, I want to write a book. Okay, great. You're you're admitted to the club. But then the next question is, okay, you know, how do I actually do that? How do I how do I um get that out of there? How do I get it out of me and onto the page? How do I organize my thoughts? How do I put that into chapters? How do I figure out if this is a the worst idea of all time or some cool story right and, and does it matter
1: because yeah, that's a lot more complicated than just writing anything then it gets to oh I'm, i gotta be somewhat intentional with this so yeah continue
2: yeah and so and, and on on that point about being intentional i am completely okay if you want to write a book for for fun and you don't plan on selling it and you don't care if it's good or anything you just want to sort of get it out of your system that's completely fine but there is, so like on the decision tree, the next branch is kind of, do you actually wanna sell this thing or, or try? Or is it just like this fun project like, you know, grandma Winnetka and she has a silly story she wants to tell about Thanksgiving three years ago and she wants to write a book about it. Okay, That's great, grandma, but nobody's ever gonna read it. And she says, oh, that's fine. I just wanna write a silly book. Great, that's one case. But I think more people they have a message to share. They have a voice. They want to be heard. They have a story to tell, and so in that case, okay, great, we're moving along here. Then the question is, um, you know, how do I organize it? How do I uh, format it? How do I know if people want to read it? Stuff like that, and then we get into the more okay. Now you're writing a real book. However, I often I even try not to use the word book because book can freak people out. They think three hundred and sixty-two pages of uh, eight years of my life. I need to rent a cabin on a lake and have like the right kind of tea. And it has to be fall and the autumn and the, and the leaves have to be orange. And then I can write my you know great American novel. So there's so many blockages. There's so many ways to not do this. And I I really try to get across, let's not go that way. And let's just get this thing done. So yes, I do have a course, it's called Publish because, and it's called Everything You Need to Know to Get Your Book on the Shelf. Now I have another course called- From Idea to on the Shelf. Another one called Everything You Need to Get Your Book Off the Shelf, like selling it and marketing and stuff like that. But that's a totally different ball game. And I don't even want to go there yet. It, because enough people struggle with just getting their, their idea straight, getting their book organized, and getting it properly done and then onto the, well, I'll say shelf, but digital shelf, right? Like Amazon. So uh, yeah, so I have a step-by-step how to get your book onto the digital shelf course that will also give you a lot of writing prompts if you're struggling for how do I get the content like from my head onto paper or onto a, a computer. I have a lot of writing prompts, and then I have all the nitty gritty of how to actually you know, format it and properly upload it and the files you need and all that to get it onto Amazon or and or all the other gazillion uh, book distributors there are in the world. I know, um, well, it's funny, we're uh, talking about the States. Amazon is the big elephant in the room in the States, but elsewhere in the world, Amazon is not always king. No, there's there's uh, Kobo and there's Storytel and there's lots of other services out there in the world that where you can also have your book distributed and read, which is pretty exciting. So yes, I have this course and it's b- basically the nuts and bolts, everything you need to know to publish your book.
1: So Tanner, do you got anything else before I jump in with that, that big vulnerability slash, you know, whatever you want to call it thing that we were talking about or way at the beginning here.
0: No, I just, I, I'm excited about Bradley's course. I think that this is, Yeah. Like his, his message, his, the walk that he's going on, I'm sure this course is packed with fantastic information for people to be able to, to open up, to be more vulnerable, to share their story. Um, And then you even, it sounds like you have a way once people are doing that to then learn the marketing piece of it and how to be a full-time writer and how to create a brand around yourself and create some income and revenue and not just like live this starving artist lifestyle. Um, and I think that that sounds fantastic and I'd, I'd be interested in taking them, I would say in the future.
1: Well, let's, let's go ahead and talk about that. So I'll, I'm going to propose an experiment here and, uh, both my boss, Tanner, you let me know what you think. And, uh, my soon to be friend, Bradley, you let me know what you think. I apologize. That presumptuous, but it's a great presumptuous <laughs> to have if you're trying to make friends. So <laughs> I love it. that that's being cool. said, That's really funny. That being said, the vulnerability piece here, I've, how do I say this? I guess I just say, I've wanted to teach for the longest time and I've wanted to start that um, by putting together a book. Go figure, huh? There's a reason why I asked to be on this interview, Tanner. (laughs) That being said, I started the book, but I have nowhere to go in proceeding with the book. Do you think it is possible for somebody like you to take somebody like me who has an idea? You know, it's not it's not like no ideas whatsoever. We got something on the page from that something on the page to a physically complete book. Is that experimentally possible for to to take somebody like me and turn that into that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I will I will make it even sweeter by saying. The most, like when I do sort of book coaching, the, the usual challenge is people are trying to build a, a mountain. Their book is a mountain. And it's this huge, I mean, it's not even just uh, like physically too many words and too many ideas, but it's this mindset of a mountain. I have to climb this massive Everest and it's gonna take me years and cost me blood and tears and everything. And my usual, I, with two clients recently, I have basically uh, gone from they have this massive idea, and I listened to their story a bit. And I said, I said the same thing to both of them, which was, uh, you have four basic ideas in your book. I would split it up into four books. And what happened with one woman is she had been struggling for two years writing this book. And after our one lunch meeting together, she finally, it was like the dam broke. And she finally started writing and finally, and she got it done. She got her first book done because I we changed the the goalpost. The goalpost, she thought the goalpost was the this giant Everest mountain where I said, no, 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 the goalpost is that little hill over there. And that's what we're gonna get done. And we're gonna get that done first. And then we're gonna take your gigantic idea and we're gonna make it four ideas. And so you can really focus on that one idea in book number one, and then book, you know, book two is idea two and three and four. And then they can also be more focused. Not to mention when we get into marketing, when you talk about, oh, what's your book about? Well, book two is about chai in the Philippines. You know, it's super specific. Whereas if my whole book is about chai, we started talking about chai, can't get me stopped. Then uh, chai its a pretty broad topic. If your book is, I'm actually not even kidding. If you, your book is about chai in the Philippines, I'm already more interested. If your book is just about chai, like, okay, that's a really broad topic. What are you gonna talk about? I like chai, that's great. What do you need to tell me? But I'm like, oh, chai in the Philippines. What's that all about? And Tom, you even mentioned two like milky tea drinks at some point that I had never heard of. And I actually want to know more, what are those? I don't know, I don't know what those are. Maybe they're cool, maybe I should look into that. So that's my my strategy often with books is that often we're trying to get across way too much, trying to share way too much information. We're gonna overwhelm the reader and they're gonna stop at you know 25% and toss the book out the window.
1: So here's my proposal then, based on what you've said. And- I, you know, I get it if you say, no, this is a radical proposal, this is a bold idea. But you seem to be very confident with your ability to do what you just said. Take somebody who has an idea and make that into a book. I propose a, an experiment where we actually do that, to where we have some kind of a video log going on so that people can see this transformation from idea to book. And then obviously if they are seeing it happening successfully, they can even more so go to your thing and start doing it themselves with your courses. Now that's something we can talk about, you know, maybe um, after the interview or whatever else, but that's a radical proposal and idea. And I just like to throw those kinds of things out there.
2: Okay, see, the the, the challenge with me is that I can, I, I have a hard time passing up challenges. As you'll note on November 1st, 2012, I accepted a challenge and look where that turned up. turned out pretty good for you it's pretty good for me so i love challenges and and i also think this sort of live thing you know because the live thing would make it real right i mean we've been talking a lot about dreams and you know we haven't mentioned really scary words like procrastination but and and accountability because if you just say yeah, I'm thinking about possibly maybe working on a book in the next few years. Yeah, I'm not calling you back, right? Whereas if you say, I'm going to be writing about Chai in the Philippines. It's November 10th. I am starting tomorrow. Can we talk tomorrow at 2? Like, hey, wow, let's go, right? And so if people see us doing the deed, actually working on the book, then there's, wow, this is really happening. This guy Tom, he's actually he's actually writing a book before our
1: eyes, and this guy Bradley, he's helping to make it happen.
2: Whoa! I yeah, the
1: that. Bradley guy is actually able to do what he talks about doing. It's always a win, man.
2: <laughs> Bradley has really oddball techniques about how to get me to write my book. He's freaking me out. I do have totally oddball techniques. <laughs> I have some really weird ones.
0: I'm excited to see what that would look like if Tom is on on some sort of live video doing his writing warm up or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could do a vlog and post it on Bradley's page and post it on our page. People could follow along with the journey and see, oh my gosh, this Bradley guy really knows what he's doing. He can take somebody who is just kind of out there like Tom and, and make him focus on his idea and get that done. And oh my gosh, this this people purpose, they actually have people that to help transform people. And you know, I think it could be a good idea. Nope. I have a book, so I have a thirteen-book
2: series, right? It's called Re Possible, and here I walk the talk, right? Because that could have been one gigantic book, but I'm not even going to read one gigantic book, right? So it's I chopped it up into thirteen books, and one of the books is called Dare, another book is called Ask, because what you you just did, Tom, was you just asked to you just asked about this challenge. Hey, why don't what if we did this thing, right? But another thing you did was Dare. You dare to put this out there, you know, because I could just say, no, I think that's a terrible idea. I'm not going to do it. And that's the risk you take with the dare. Dare is scary stuff, right? To dare to do something. And you just did them both. You asked a question and it was a daring one. And I appreciate that risk. And that's what is really fun. So the book Dare, it's a, it's a tough one. It's, you know, do you dare to to follow through on what you say? Do you dare to follow through on your dream? Do you dare to really go after this girl, go back to Thailand, do all the paperwork to really make this fiance visa work? And are you gonna go through with it? And I think a lot of people admire daring and because it's scary. They don't, you know, people aren't aren't as risky as sometimes they might say they are. So that's why I really admire true action
0: I mean, the risk is in not daring and not fulfilling that sense of purpose and not like letting your dream be awakened and, and not like knowing your potential. I, I find that to be scary to live a complacent lifestyle, um, far from the kind of um, relationship quality I could have and the impact I could have and the freedom I feel and the love I get to share with others. To, to miss out on those things is also quite a risk.
2: Yeah, because then we get into like even a nastier word of regret. Yeah. Regret is, I mean, they they talk, you know, you read these books where they talk to people who are on their deathbed and they regret the things they didn't dare do. And that's I don't want that. I, I've heard it from enough people on deathbeds. Yeah. Cool. Apparently. <laughs>
0: Well, um, the audience should stay tuned to hear what's about to happen, I guess, with uh, Bradley and Tom's thing. And this may or may not be a thing. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I, no, I about love it. it. I, I, here, here,
2: I, this is how, how risky and like, challenge addicted I am. I'm uh, totally up for it, Tom. I think it's a great idea.
1: I love it. All right. I think that'll be great. I, I really think it'll be awesome for people to see what you're doing, and it'll be awesome to see that journey on the pop side of things. and. I myself, being a participant in the journey, I'm very excited for the journey. Well, and, um, and that being said, yeah,
2: continue. Well, and the the timing. I mean, people are are locked up. They're at home. They're maybe they're bored, or maybe they're frustrated, or all of the above, or you know, looking for something to do, or or if or if people have had the excuse of you know I just haven't had time to write a book, and now if they're you got time now, right?
1: <laughs> that excuse no longer applies. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that'll be awesome. Uh, So, Tanner, I know this is usually the time you get ready to wrap up the interview. Um, And I know, Bradley, you probably got some awesome wrap-up things. There's just one quick little encouraging thing that I kind of want to spit out to the audience, and then I'll take the back seat while you guys are wrapping it up. And that's um, a lot of what Tanner and Bradley were just talking about, about daring and asking and how they find it so, you know, beneficial. And honestly, I do too. But I think (laughs) something that would be helpful for you guys as the audience to think about is retraining yourself to give yourself permission to do those. At least in my experience, growing up in the culture that I grew up on, you start asking a lot of questions and then you're immediately shut down. And so you eventually get trained to stop asking questions and stop doing bold things. And it takes effort to change that. And so I just want to speak to you, audience member, the one with headphones right now, or the one in the car, maybe both of you, and just say, Hey, you know, you're seeing what's happening in Bradley's life. You're seeing what's happening in Tanner's life. You're about to see what's happening in my life, <laughs> and you can make that change too. It will take effort. It'll be painful, but you can do it too. So I'll let you guys wrap up, and I will just hang out here while you're doing that.
0: That's quite a wrap up, Tom. That's that's exactly what I wanted to say too. On top of that, I would add like um, develop a habit that that aligns with who you want to become. Um, just like Bradley did. It's, it doesn't have to be anything complicated. Just commit to doing it every day. As Bradley said, don't make these strict rules for yourself and see what comes of it. Um, and maybe you didn't quite pick the right habit, but it gets you on the pathway to pick the right habit the next 30 days or something. Who knows where it's going to lead, but having some sort of intentionality and consistency and commitment, I think is really important. It's it's the way I still have it. We still have a podcast here three years later. Um, is like, You tell people you're going to publish something. You tell people you're going to create something. You tell enough people that you start to hold yourself to that higher standard to do that. And it took me waking up um, earlier than I wanted to wake up today to be here at 8 a.m. so that Tom didn't go to sleep on me. And he's there at 10 p.m. in the Philippines. And like, it's going to take these small bits of sacrifice, but it's totally worth it because you get to have this kind of conversation. And now we get to see Tom going live with (laughs) Bradley on writing a book. And there's just like a lot of uh, really cool connections and experiences that kind of create more of a zestful, passionate, fun life. it's worth it every time. So that's what I want to encourage people with. And I want to also commend you Bradley for your sense of um, like your joyful lightness that you bring. Uh, I love that you're a writer and I'm sure people think you have these sophisticated words and stuff, but the word I heard you say the most was have fun, make it fun, do it, make it easy, make it fun. Like I really appreciate that you have this uh, relatability to you. Like you wrote 27 books you've written for 2000 some days in a row but your story is is an every man's story. Like everyone finds themselves in your story, and I think that's um, that's noteworthy for sure. Um, and I, I know that you can impact people with the courses you're putting them through, or the coaching you do, or the public speaking. And I'm excited to watch your journey unfold. And now we, we may be more intertwined bef- than before with you coaching Tom on writing a book. So. Um, i'm I'm excited about it all and i really appreciate you showing up today in the way you did and expressing yourself so clearly and i know that you've impacted uh, the people listening so thank you for that
2: wow thank well thank you for your having me on i mean i think this is this is exactly how it happens this is action happening right here this is what we're doing we are we are creating on the fly we're creating on the spot you're creating a a podcast episode and, and what did it take? It took you asked, you know, we dared, we are here. Like you say, we got up early or stayed up late and made that a priority. And that's it. And and it's, you know, the hard the the hard part is how simple it is. And the the hard part later where you kick yourself is how simple it was to get started. I mean look at me one guy had this silly 30 month challenge back in November 2012 and that's all I needed. I mean my you know, we talk about regret my regret is I didn't do that 30 day challenge 5 years earlier right I that would have started everything 5 years earlier so you know they always say the the chinese thing that says something like the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago or 10 years ago or whatever however it goes and the second best time to plant a tree is today
1: second best time
2: and so I will end with mathematics once again and you can't multiply by zero. Well you can, but it's still zero. And so zero words today is is adding nothing to your your count. And uh every other Thursday, I I, I keep saying every other Thursday because I joke about it in my books, but every other Thursday is too complicated to remember. You know, even every other day. How about odd days? Well what happens on the 31st and the first, right? <laughs> Just every single day just like brushing your teeth and it's so simple i mean they're simple and easy right it it's so simple it's not always easy but it will get easier as long as you keep it simple and that's it
0: thank you very much for your words of wisdom today on people of purpose thank you for having me cool and for those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to People of Purpose and meeting today's person of purpose, Bradley Charbonneau, and all of he, that he had to teach. Go, out, go get after it and, and begin your, your your 30-day challenge, whether that's writing or sleeping better or spending more time with your loved one or whatever it is. Like develop that challenge and go ahead and share it on our on our Instagram or our Facebook or just put it out there in a way that others can kind of see you're on that journey um, and invite people to share it with you. Um, thank you so much for for showing up today, Bradley, and really inspiring people the way you did. And um, I appreciate you opening up so vulnerably um, and sharing a lot of those more painful, failure-oriented things along your journey. Um, I certainly learned a lot from you today.
2: Yeah, my pleasure. It's it's the painful stuff that where you learn from. You don't you don't learn so much from success. You learn from failure. So I've learned a lot. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much. Well, I'm excited to go apply that learning. Thank you so much for being on People of Purpose today.
2: Great. Thank you, Tanner. Thank you, Tom, for having me.
0: You can go see what Bradley and Tom are creating um, with Tom's book and get involved also in the courses and the coaching that Bradley does um, at an affiliate link that he provided us, which is uh, repossible.teachable.com. Um, you can fill in uh, the the coupon code people of purpose and you'll be able to get twenty five percent off of any course at Repossible. again these are courses that bradley himself made about how to create your first book about what it takes to get published how to get that idea then off the shelf through marketing um, and so much more so i'm really excited uh, to have this partnership with bradley and um, And for him and and Tom uh, having gone on some of their journey and continue to go on their journey, go over and check out that journey, um, which is live on our Facebook and our Instagram. Um, And I just really encourage you to to dig within and see what what it takes for you to be able to write something. And I know that Bradley will be able to help you. So go over to repossible.teachable.com. Um, the link is in the show notes and yeah, you can get 25% off of any course at Repossible just by being a people of purpose listener again the coupon code is people of purpose thank you very much so what actionable step are you going to take next do you have a lingering question or something you want help working through Do you need support in doing what it's going to take to live your purpose? People of Purpose is here for you. Subscribe to the podcast and soak in the stories and words of our wonderful guests. If you have any friends that might have enjoyed this episode or the podcast, bring them on board as a podcast subscriber. If you want to actually see the guests behind the voices, as well as the purposeful people and communities I'm a part of around the world, follow the podcasting journey on Instagram at People of Purpose Podcast. You can connect with our purpose-seeking community on Facebook at People of Purpose by liking and following our page. Know the minute each new episode is published, hear first about upcoming people of purpose opportunities, and receive regular tidbits of inspiration and media I'm purposely perusing, pursuing, and pondering. It's simply a regular dose of goodness, intentionally filtered by me, to nourish your personal path of purpose. For the ultimate engagement, join our intentional group Purpose Seekers from the Facebook page. Join in longer form discussions, link up with accountability partners, and share in opportunities and challenges to better know and grow in your purpose. Send me a direct message on either Facebook or Instagram if you want to talk privately and receive personalized guidance on how to raise your sails and right your ship. Come forth with your biggest dreams and aspirations, and I will do my best to connect you with the necessary resources and mentors from my network to start your trek along your personal path of purpose. Cheers, and here's to becoming...